Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. show where we get hyped about stuff and things i'm your co-host tom ryman i'm your other co-host david bell hypecast cody. i'm cody Hi. johnston i'm a guest on this podcast hi hi cody cody hello. johnston hi. hypecast Hi. he's a hyphen hello mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh cody welcome thank you hello greetings hello greetings uh thank you how are you thank you i'm hello excellent greetings. i'm hyped i'm cast i'm so mm-hmm. good <laughs> let me let me tell you something. Thanks. That's exactly what we want to hear. That's great news. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> that is, that That's is great news for all news. of you listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, us. listeners. Yeah, you're welcome, jerks. Yep. Um, As we establish, we're so hostile. I don't know, but we're hyped. <laughs> we are hyped. That's why. The point it's, is I'm, we're sorry. Hyped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so hyped. We talking... I'm so hyped. I'm flushed with hype. So I'm, I'm speaking out of turn. Yeah, we were talking about the Super Mario Brothers movie, and that hyped us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that got us all rowdy, you know, uh, because you know it's it's a, it's a, there's a lot to be excited about. Mm-hmm. And speaking of which, Cody, uh, before we get started, do you want to? Is there something you want to say to people, like a like a plug or a mission statement of sorts, or yes. like a like a slogan? Tell everyone tagline. Tell everyone how to give you money. Hey, folks, you get out there and you be good to each other by going to patreon.com slash some more news where uh, we got a Patreon and we got a show about the news on YouTube. Um, Yeah, Google it. We're fun. We got a podcast called Even More News. It's great. Nice. It is great. Is Google it. We're fun. That should be the catchphrase. That should be the name of the show now. (laughs) Yeah. Google it. We're fun. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. John Krasinski's dumbass show. God, <laughs> <laughs> some good news or whatever. The <laughs> once and never again, Mister Fantastic, <laughs> John Krasinski. Uh, no, nothing ever happens. Uh, he they are sold not making it that for show. like a fucking five hundred million dollars or whatever. Absurd, yeah. absurd and deal. Dumbass incredible. show that he made during <laughs> That absolutely isn't getting made. Absolutely. No, never. It's like absolutely. all the Tiger no. King stuff that they put just shotgunned into production after that uh, uh, right. doc mm-hmm. hit at the very beginning of the pandemic and then three months later nobody cared anymore exactly <laughs> so, no, they they we're, still the, we're still on we the hook it. for no, all we... this Tiger King shit <laughs> uh, I wonder if they're just gonna limp that out like we're just gonna 
we're just gonna suddenly see Tiger King stuff <laughs> just like quietly go onto Netflix or something like that. Ah, oh, that's yeah. embarrassing. If it's not a, if it's not like a money issue, you know, they they waste so much money. They should just save yeah. it for the next pandemic. So like, yeah, the second the second is like, if we got a problem. We gotta like maybe quarantine for a little bit. Day one, new Tiger King shit. It would be so funny. Right. Even if it's bad and nobody watches it, it would still be very funny. That would be extremely funny. So that's, and I um, think people would just sort of like groan and watch it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, all right. Well, they, I mean, they, they planned this out. Yeah. They did this for us. So we might as well. So uh, that's next year. Commit right? to the next bit. pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Next next year. Next Netflix, year. No doubt Netflix is out there like trying to cause a new, a new right. pandemic too. Yeah. Just so they can get that Tiger King money. Back. They're, going, they're like the Umbrella Corporation. They're going, they're going door to door and biting people with bats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Something's gonna happen. Uh, all right. Well, we should get hyped up. We should. We should get. You know. We should. We should grease get, ourselves we, we should get all, and slide into these trailers. Sloppy with hype, Dave. Yes, but first we have to thank, thank some producers. Mm. And I will start. <clears throat> Big thank you too. The ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to at Nerd Numbers. Thanks so much. Thank you to Zero Charisma. <laughs> thank you to Aaron Burser. I'm sorry, is that an ET reference? <laughs> Is it? I think so. Zero charisma? I think so. Huh. Anyway. Thank you to... I said Aaron Burser. Uh, thank you. Thank you to Abe Epperson. A swell dude. Thank you. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Howe. Deck the halls with blood. Mm, thank you. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you. Thank you to Barry Tumath says Scott never died and Scott jokes are lazy Gen X nonsense. Pick, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, let Thank me let, let me skank on in here. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Bootler Bootlison. Thank you. Thank you to Brian, whom Tom knows. Thank you. Thank you to Brockway loves the meat Millie. Thank you. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Davy, the ghost of East Las Vegas, Francis. Thank you. Thank you to David Knife Boot Hinson. Knife Boot. Mm. Thank you. You Thank know what you. the twist for Brian, who Tom knows, would be? If Brian doesn't know you, oh, <laughs> you just know Brian. I know him, but he doesn't know that I know him. Yeah, that would be amazing. No, it's actually there's a funny story. He was independently a fan of Some More News and had no idea ah. that had no idea that we worked together or that I wrote for the show. And he's like, "Hey, you should check this show out." Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like, "Thanks, yeah, man, yeah, I'll do that." <laughs> I guess Brian really doesn't know Tom. Apparently, yep. I guess so. There we go. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> All right, we're starting strong here with the trailer everybody's talking about because the Oscars forced it on us. Mm. The Little Mermaid, if, the official big, big, big boy trailer. Wait, if, did the Oscars force it on us? They, they, yeah. they plugged, they paid themselves, Disney paid himself because right, it's, it's ABC, on ABC. $10 million, I believe, mm-hmm. um, to put a special trailer they had like right they it had wasn't... the actors come out and oh, they were really? like and we're gonna present right. yeah it the wasn't Little Mermaid it wasn't trailer. just a commercial break they came out and presented it at the oscars oh that is sad and frustrating this, for the industry this, <laughs> oh no yeah. it's really bad this fucking trailer. <laughs> i didn't know if, that i thought it was if, just a trailer if any of you listen, i didn't know it happened i didn't to, know it was uh, the sign join... of things to come <laughs> i it's a dark so I have a different opinion on that I have a different opinion on that because I would argue the Oscars has no values and never has. No, it's, oh, it's sure. right. Like, it's why are we judging art against each other? It seems like a pointless exercise. A, yeah. 
Anyway, it's a trade. It's a trade award. It's a trade show. award. Like, and yeah, like, it's, it's like people yeah. getting amped year after year over the JD Power Awards or something. Like, it's right. just, it is a trade award. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, if they want to the plug the fucking Little Mermaid, I get, I, I don't know, I didn't like it. Uh, right, but, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not like a, like a new evil or like, oh, no, things are ruined now. It's more just like, all right, I guess it's, it's if, 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 yeah, if anything, it's like just reminding us even more that this is all just crap. It's all just a dog yeah, and pony right. show. Um, but but I, what I was saying is if you happen to join our, our Oscars live stream uh, and you're listening, uh, you got to hear us react to this trailer in real time. Mm. <laughs> yep. React to live action Sebastian. Live action Sebastian. That just little fucking little monster. Crab. He's just a crab. He's just a little tiny crab. Like they didn't learn the lesson from The Lion King where it's like you can't have a movie full of photorealistic animals that can't emote and have them be it's major It's so characters. funny. <laughs> like just try. Like I guess the fish is a little more animated slightly, like, slightly. Like, they, but only they, in the water it looks like the crab you, it's like fucking district nine it's like yes. this creepy little <laughs> alien face clicking out words uh but those words are like just a adult man talking <laughs> it's, it's, just, like, it's just a fucking crab <laughs> i was so excited to see what how they handled sebastian and i was not disappointed, not disappointed. <laughs> i'll see it just for that and the songs, but yeah, songs. mainly for well, Little Mermaid. Sebastian. Little Mermaid is legitimately a great movie. So um, if this is yes. just like a beat for beat remake, it's cynical and crap. But it'll be there'll be like a bare minimum of quality, right? It does right. seem like that's a little bit more where they're leaning with these now, in the in the sense of like that's a lesson they may have learned of right. like I don't need to see like a new version of this movie. Like yeah. if yeah, it is just it, shot like yeah, we do we do it again. It's that again. Um, that's it's fine. A, it's a remaster. It yeah. should be the same length, though. Uh, and right, I will like argue that. Right, like seventy-eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, it really should be because they're going to add a bunch of shit. Also, the Lion King, you'd think the same thing, and somehow they managed to make that worse. Yeah, because sometimes it's just like you're right in that it's like yeah, if it's if it's just a remake. And it's like yeah, I like the original story. Uh, that means I like this to an extent, but it's you know like the the photorealism somehow makes it worse well uh, totally it, like so it's still not a good it's idea a bad, <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's a bad cover yeah. it's a bad right, cover of a song you like what all of these what we've learned and i think we've we must have said this on the aladdin one i don't think we reviewed I'm lion sure. king um but all the other ones that we've talked about um like i know we did dumbo is th- making uh, approaching it with like these photorealistic uh digital effects it drains all the color out of it and that's like especially it was like really noticeable in the lion king because the the big thing about the lion king is those gorgeous warm orange and brown colors that just fucking pop and like that movie has none of it it just drains it all out in in favor of fucking animals that can't emote so like mufasa's death scene becomes the funniest scene in the world because it's just this fucking smash zoom on just this cat's face Yep. And a little boy's Going, voice no! saying no. no. <laughs> and it's just it's a, a nightmare. Face. Oh my this, god! I, like the problem is, if it's not photorealistic, then people start to realize there's no point in making these. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, it would be amazing if this one was just like ink black darkness most of the time because they're just uh, in the crippling depths of the sea. Uh-huh. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind just, of what it looks like for some of it which is a shame because obviously the little mermaid is is a very 
gorgeously colorful. animated colorful film and it's a it's a these are all great movies that they're remaking and they just i want to i don't know i don't know maybe that's not even right maybe i don't even want this thing to to be good because it's so cynical but like the original is so good and it's just I, it's just it's but like they it's like they're they're like they're oh for five for me so it's like why why do yeah, i think this one's gonna be a, any different right like there's no reason for this to be like the old like the best case scenario is that it's not a bad movie right like because right. they're not gonna recapture that movie uh they're not gonna improve on it it'll be okay or terrible <laughs> like they're you know like yeah. so like so like what is the point um the point yeah the point is to make money but yeah, it yeah. also like the one silver lining <laughs> the point in my is opinion to is release the, the same movie again and make a billion dollars right. <laughs> yeah but the one silver lining in my opinion is the um the casting where it's like we can have some fun there yeah mm-hmm. there's definitely fun to be had when you're like oh this is cool what a cool pick uh, but that's pretty much it, and I would argue that's probably not enough. Like, right. remember when, like, magazines would do, like, photo shoots where they take actors and put them in, like, old movie roles? Right. Uh, yeah. Like, just do that. Then. I was going to say, like, <laughs> like, th- like, so much of this and, like, the that appeal is, like, you're just Photoshopping actors. Exactly. Like, just do that. Like, people do it all the time. It's fine, but you don't need to, yeah siphon yeah. off like talent said to do this slop like what we don't need to spend 300 million dollars in two years making this horse right. shit but it'll make money so i'm sure this, i'm sure the songs will be entertaining too um that's which yeah. is like so much of it so it just it's it's the same mentality of like an aggregate website which is why it's a bummer where they're like if we take this stuff mm-hmm. and don't pay that much money we'll make a profit and it's like yeah you will but like, maybe you shouldn't be doing that right. for movies, right? Yeah, that's a weird yeah, it's like way the, to make like, movies. Community published this piece. Like, okay, well, because so you take that, you didn't have yeah. to do any work. The movie's written, the script's written, everything is written already. Right. <sighs> yeah, it, it's like if they made a movie based off a Reddit thread, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Um, also, I don't know if this is—I talk- don't know if this is still the case, but like for the previous ones, at least for like Lion King and like Aladdin, I know the original filmmakers did, or and Beauty and the Beast did not get a cut of the profits right. of the new movie. Because again, they're—they're yeah. they're trying to save, yeah, like, you son of a as bitch. much money as possible. <laughs> <sighs> All right, next trailer. Yeah, let's get into some exciting stuff. Mm. Chupa. This is about Christian Slater hunting a monster. This is yeah, such a funny little like blast from the past movie right it's, like it yeah. feels it's like e. it was yeah it's well it's et and it's like there's like some free willy stuff just like uh, like a cute cute animal chased by government or like entity or some bad guy and like family right. tries to save and it's just a very like like late it's, 90s specific type of movie and it feels like yep. they like sat on this for a long time like yeah we'll do it now Right, it feels it almost like they're remaking Lilo and Stitch. It kind of mm-hmm. gave me that vibe too. Definitely. Um, oh, the yeah, yeah, Chupa is very Stitch-like. Yeah, that's true. Right, it's about a little Chupacabra that kids find. Christian Slater is the villain. He's not the main character, but I really hope he's just wants to eat the monster. But I don't think that's the case. I got to try this thing so I can fry it up and eat it. I gotta fry yeah, it. Yeah, it was terrifying. It's Christian Slater in him. a cowboy hat. Yeah, if you, yeah, unexpected Christian Slater is the worst Christian Slater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Watch. He's he seems here. really out of place in this in this <laughs> movie too. It's weird. 
Yeah, but that all said, I I agree with you guys where it's like it's a, you know, it's a throwback, and I would say one that I'm for, you know, sure, like, yeah, why not? Yeah, little chupacabra. They've never made a like little chupacabra movie, um, right? That's why it feels a... like it feels like it was written twenty years ago, and they're like, oh, we can yeah. finally make this. We can make a little chupacabra guy. I don't hate this. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure no, I'm, I don't hate it either. Yeah. My main issue is that they called the movie Chupa, um, and there's a scene apparently in the movie where they're like, it's a chupacabra. And they're like, well, let's call right. it Chupa. And I'm like, fucking you lazy ass kids. What the fuck? Give it a name. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. Give it a call name it and then make a movie that. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Call him Ted. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah make, call him Ted and then call the movie Ted. Right. <laughs> right. And yeah. then do a second one and make Ted too. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put Mark Wahlberg in you a know? cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is a good note. I mean, that's a note for these children, these fictional children, yes. I guess. But yeah, th- this movie was, I guess, ri- written by a non-child adult who could have changed that. Um, other than that, though, like it is, like my view is like, all right, well, this isn't for me. But if I have time to watch it, I'll I'll watch it. You know? Yeah, looks fun. Looks like a perfectly fun kids movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very ET. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move to the next trailer. Uh, this is beef. It's all it's in all caps. All caps. At least beef, the trailer think, yeah. beef. Big beef. This is a uh, cha- changing lanes. You guys remember changing lanes with I, uh, Ben Affleck and Samuel Jackson? I do, but this is like the comedy version of it. This, uh, yeah, which I would argue is the better version because this looks kind of dark still, uh, but it's it's pointing out like cha- like I don't know if you guys know this but Changing Lanes wasn't a very uh No, but I don't think it's great movie. <laughs> I don't think the idea was the flaw. It was just the execution, right? So I think this premise yeah. which is just a, it's a road ride in- incident, excuse me, that spirals into obsessive stalking and harassment and and violence. And that's not a bad idea for thriller. It's you know, it's obviously it's not a bad yeah. idea for a comedy either, or a dark comedy, which is what this is. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I, I, yeah, I think I, mean, I think this looks like it could be funny. I like the I like the people in it, Ali Wong and Stephen Yoon. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Stephen Yoon yeah. people. I already saw people making. I think he should leave comparisons because it starts <laughs> with like you know how to drive. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're expecting Tim Robinson to stick his head out. I've uh, never done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have no um, idea what's happening, and I'm <laughs> fucking scared. <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. But yeah, I, I gotta say this trailer is great, and so by extension, this movie looks great. Uh, you know, is it a, I, is I it just, a movie or is it a show? I think it's a series. Yeah. Oh fuck me! Really? Yeah. That makes yeah. so much sense. Okay. Yeah, a uh, ten episode uh, series looks like. Yeah, yeah. This just looks fun i guess and i yeah it does feel like it's going to be pretty dark because they're just starting to sabotage each other and it feels like the trailer is implying it just gets out of yeah hand, right? right i like that they're both maniacs yeah like there's not really a reasonable person right right, right. <laughs> they're both two people who are having a tough time yeah. who happen to cross paths at <laughs> yeah. the wrong time and they basically take it out on each other yeah. is what it seems like uh and so yeah i'm I don't know. I'm fucking down. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm into this. Yeah. No, no, right. Looks good. No Fine. Looks good. Probably good. No notes. Yeah. Everybody check out the trailer for beef. Uh, Big beef. It gets a hype cast seal of approval. Mm-hmm. It does Folks. look like uh, it's not all caps. Just the word beef. Ah. Uh, hype yeah. beef. Okay. Hype beef move of approval. Hype beef. Hype beef. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> all right. This next one is for slip. This is... um. Ugh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna defend it, but then I'm not gonna defend mm-hmm. it. This is about a woman who uh, rapidly switches through timelines, uh, multiverses rather, uh, every time she has an orgasm. I would argue that's not a bad premise in itself in a vacuum. Yes. But we know why this is getting made because everything yes. everywhere all at once is huge, and it feels like they're trying to. Well, uh, yeah, it's because the. The the way that the trailer presents the film anyway is that its message is like its theme is the same. Yes. Yes. Which, that's what I gathered that's, where – yeah. Go. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cody. Oh, no. Yeah. I, mean, I was just going to probably just agree with whatever you were going to say. I, I Like watching yeah. the trailer, I'm like, okay, this is like multiverse stuff. Fine. Whatever. Um, okay. It's the shot of her looking directly at the camera and then it changes to a bunch of different versions of her face. Okay, yep. I've seen that. Okay, and then it got to the point of like, this is about like appreciating what you have uh, in the world that you live in uh, after going through all these different multiverses. Like, it it's just the thing. It's just and it's, everything it's everywhere like, okay, at once. All right, like yeah. it's fine, I guess. And everything everywhere, great film, but it's that sort of thing where it's Hollywood always <laughs> learns the wrong message, which is like right. the reason people like that movie is because it resonated with people and it was unique. Yeah. And they're like, unique, eh? We should do the do exact again. same yeah. thing. What if we just did uh, the same thing? That said, I do I do want to note, like, there's a possibility this was written before that movie. I just think it was definitely greenlit and pushed based on that, right? There's been enough time yes. that, like, yeah. I, I, like, I kind of feel bad if someone, like, thought of this idea and no one touched it and then suddenly it got the recognition way later or yeah. something like I mean, that. probably, because, like, we don't, we don't like it's a show, right? So like yeah, it things take a yeah while, show you know? it releasing twenty twenty three uh everywhere uh, the movie the title of that movie that we're talking about um is uh <laughs> you know from last year and like they just want to like so it seems like right. it's sort of like uh concurrent, and they started like, writing that yeah yeah they started writing that in like twenty ten and so the the point being that like it takes a while you know sometimes and. Uh, I don't know. Like this could be a deep impact situation where they just stole the idea, um, or it could be some they writer who poured their heart into it. Yeah, you know? they didn't have to film it. Like they know what they're doing. They didn't have to film it. This they didn't have oh. to do the thing that Cody pointed out, where it's just the exact yes, same they, shot no. of yeah. Michelle. No, no, Yeo. they know. They know what they're doing. I'm yeah. saying that like it might have come from a genuine place, and then the studio. I guess in this case, Roku. Roku, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like pushed it. To yeah, be they get their little claws in, and they're like, "Well, you know, what's hot right now is this Oscar-winning film." Have you? When we were we live streamed the Oscars, and during that, we were watching ads, and I noticed some of the ads are trying to be like everything, everywhere, Ugh. all at once as well. I like they just, know. it's there's, it's it's a hell of a thing to want to copy. Uh, and so, like, part of me is like, that's fucking amazing that this is the style that's being copied because it's so weird. But it's, uh, yeah, it's, you know, that's, it's going to happen. Uh, that'll happen. It's just like, yeah, it's kind of disappointing that, like, because, like, Daniels uh, do have a unique approach to a lot of things, and special effects especially. And, right. like... Uh, it's neat that they developed that and have that and had from like early on in the career when they were doing like smaller things, uh, not even just movies, but like little, their little videos and stuff. Um, right. And seeing just like, well, now now it's all going to look like that, actually. It's just like, well, right. why can't everybody do like be their own thing? They um, just they always yeah. learn the long 
lesson, right. yeah. the wrong lesson, which is just let's copy the thing that's popular. Let's do the yeah. Um, uh, which, but which, this, which is, again, the the premise that's a great premise for like a a weird kind of dark comedy, right? And it's it's that's why I'm like nothing like this could be good. It might it's be. Just, yeah. They're clearly pushing that. Yeah. And it's kind of a shame because the my first instinct was the same as you guys, which is like I got bummed out by the trailer because they're just trying to be that. Right. And yeah, it, it that is the shame, right? Cuz it like what you're saying yeah. like yeah, it could be good. There's probably good stuff in it and uh it's just the timing is yeah, it's a bummer. Um, right. And like the like even with uh everywhere uh everything everywhere all at once. Uh where like there's so much like, oh, it's like the Reddit movie or like, oh, it's like Rick and Morty and like Marvel. It's like, well, no, it's not. Like the existence right. of like a multiverse isn't owned by anybody. It's just currently yeah. that's permeating our culture so much and people are tired of it already. Um to the detriment of like interesting projects, um, but apparently not because exactly. they won an Oscar. <laughs> but um, but then yeah. anything well, else it, that attempts it, it at, you know. Yeah, it came at the right time, and now it's like okay, we don't need any more multiverse stuff. It's the yeah, it's the thing that always happens, you know, like Adult Swim or like you said Rick and Morty, where it's like that style, and then there's going to be a bunch of people trying to copy that style who don't understand why it worked. Right, and so we're going to get like the the version of like those Skittles commercials. They're like, look how random we yeah. are. Or like, yeah, the old, spi- like the old yeah. spice era where like everyone's like yeah. we're doing all we're all doing old spice commercials now. It's like, well, right, you don't have to do that. Yeah, and it right, just feels corporate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, oh, like, ooh, speaking. Oh, ooh. you say your thing. Oh, I was just gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna segue. I was gonna segue. It was, I was. I, it was just repeating the same idea, but it was just like, yeah, the reason why we all liked that thing, you know, was because it wasn't like everything else. Right. Right. Anyway, because it wasn't like some sort of empty corporate <laughs> money grab. Speak- right, Dave. Oh, and speaking of corporate. <gasps> ooh. Uh, the next trailer is for Blackberry. Yeah. I Flawless. don't Segway. give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like between. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's like, so this is like the, the, the movie about the, the, uh, the movie's about the story of Blackberry, a little handheld device and how it got made and uh, was a competitor for a while until it got a uh, fucking obliterated by iPhone. That's not, I don't, how is that a movie? But like, <laughs> it's, it, it it's, uh, it's just it's such reverence for this brand that was just like this product that briefly existed. It's very strange to me, um, but Tom, it, it, it's real quick. Um, sure. It's like the Air movie that's coming out. The one about the Air okay, Jordans is yeah. rub is, is going to bring that up. Is hitting me the same way. Not like I think a movie about Air Jordans I think is more justified because that's such an iconic staple of pop culture and it's endured for like almost four decades now. Um, but there's not much of a story to it. Cause it was just like, we went to the most popular uh, white hot college player in the country, asked him to endorse the shoe for a boatload of money. He said, yes, the end, like that's the story yeah. of the Air Jordan. Right. Yeah. It's, I just, I, I don't understand I, I, I said this before, uh, and like, so this corporate reverence is, yeah, these movies are no good. I, I what, what I've said when we covered Air was like, I think Steve Jobs is the reason this happened, because Steve Jobs. That's legitimate, though. The, was, I, the iPhone changed no, no, no. the world. A hundred percent. But movies, once again, going back to everything, all, <laughs> everything everywhere all at once, yep. 
they just saw a movie about a product and they said, oh, we can make those? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's yeah, let's do that. They don't understand. And then so every movie is about like the product that changed the world. And it's like, no, the iPhone did. <laughs> Right, the right, Blackberry, right, right. it was just part of, like, a progress. And it has a part. And, like, the... Well, so I'm hoping also that it kind of... Cause it seems like it is that, but there might be more to it because, at least from the trailer, it doesn't right. seem like it has that corporate reverence. Like, it does seem like yes. they're presenting this as, like, look at how corporations kind of suck and are full of shit and, like... Right. Uh, exploit their workers and uh, innovation and stuff. So it seems like there's a bent to it. That isn't the other thing that you are are talking about, which is a real thing, which does suck. Um, but also yes. at the same time, like I don't really care about BlackBerry. Um, right. See, I think the reason it is like that is because BlackBerry isn't breathing down their neck, mm-hmm. being like, "You have to make it like this." Right. Like that's what it is. Right. Is like the founder or Air uh, or or any of the Steve Jobs movies. I I always feel like it's just like. The founder, you know, it's like an ad. It's the, just because there's ad? less refer- reverence for the product, so that there's going to be less like reverence for the people involved and the story right. in general, so they can feel free. Like, well, no one really, no one's like. I mean, there. I, I miss you know tactile uh, elements of keyboards on phones as much as right. uh, some of you. Um, but uh, there's no like BlackBerry super fans. It's not right. This that kind of product so like they're one, more one open or two people to that listening kind of just got real pissed when you said that cody <laughs> i hope so uh, you tweet you, if you got a problem you tweet at gamefully unemployed and let them know your issues did blackberries tweet um no, no yeah Dave, i think they're so. all dead they were all eradicated yeah. by order yeah. 66 i will um, say i do have to say also so with this movie, I don't know if I care enough to watch it, but uh, we'll see. Um, I do like, obviously, the actors in it, all of them. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. And I have to point out that the, one of the main characters of this movie, played by Glenn Howerton of It's Always Sunny fame, uh, who plays mm-hmm. uh, the CEO of BlackBerry, um, Jim Balsili, uh, is mentioned a lot in the trailer. That's the character. Right. Uh, he is this is side side note uh lore i guess uh he's the guy who was on that climate committee that jordan peterson claimed to be like an expert on <laughs> oh right he was the he was like the sub advisor to jim balsili the co-founder of blackberry who is the main one of the main characters in this movie uh do you think jordan peterson uh, an actor playing him will show up in the background oh one god scene? if I only I hope he, it's Glenn Howerton uh, as well. <laughs> I always just yeah. like him. They put him in the back. <laughs> just in a, uh, like a diff- Frankenstein in wig. a different yeah. wig, yeah. But yeah. it's like so I guess my point is that it seems like the portrayal of at least this guy seems to be pretty negative. Uh yes. which you wouldn't normally see in these kinds of uh bigger like product movies. Right. So it it is one of those things where like so they do have a reverence moment, for the record. They have the, you got to use your thumbs to touch. Yes, yes, they do. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. great. I'm great we saw that in the movie. The origin of using your thumbs. But, but also, um, like, <laughs> there were phones before that that had, like, a, like right. the numbers were buttons. <laughs> like, that's but I do, so stupid. To me, this is a little like it, Slip, you, which is like you this. You always had to use your thumbs to text. Before always. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> 
But much like Slip, this is one where I'm like, in a vacuum, I might not mind this trailer because it does look kind of well made. Mm -hmm. I don't know who made it. Um, but it's it's the, it's the fact that it's part of a pattern yes. where it's like, I am so fucking sick of this type of movie, you know, like it's it for me. It's yeah. like, eh, mm-hmm. Fincher already did it. He made the social network yeah. and that was the only one we needed. Even the poster uh, for this movie is like seen that poster before for this kind of movie. <laughs> right. right. Like, I hope I didn't catch what Cody pointed out, but he's absolutely right. Like, um, so, so I hope that is kind of the tone of the movie where it's. The movie's mission isn't to tell, oh, here's the incredible historic story of the Blackberry. It's like, here's a story about how fucked the race for innovation is and the, and tech companies are. Um, I hope that's the movie they made. But like so often it's just like, you know, like Air Jordan and like Jerry Seinfeld is working on a movie about this, the about the story of Pop-Tarts. But there's no story there. Like oh, if you read about out of here, Jerry, God damn. If you read the story <laughs> of Pop-Tarts, it's just like it's just a product like there's no there's no story there it's just like a product they made and it took off like so it's like they're starting with oh we should make a movie about this big iconic brand because it's a big iconic brand it's like but there's no there's not really an interesting story behind it Eh, who cares we'll we'll make a movie anyway yeah (laughs) it yeah exactly that okay so i just learned that's it yeah i just learned why i want to watch this movie um so i just looked up who made it so the actor uh, is in it, Matt Johnson. He's also the writer and director. Mm-hmm. I need to watch this just because I have deep respect for what he did for his previous film, Operation Avalanche. Operation Avalanche is a found footage film about NASA faking the moon landing. It's like a fictional, <laughs> it's a very clear fictional movie about um, CIA ag- agents who go to NASA to pretend to be a documentary film clue- crew um, to like to like help fake the moon lay i forget the details the reason i bring it up is because the way he filmed that movie an ultra indie movie is they just told nasa that they were a, a, a student film crew and just went into nasa <laughs> and shot the movie <laughs> because Na- and just lied to nasa wow. that's how the movie got made and then they cgi'd the shots to make it like take place in, uh in the 60s and that is like just a really bold fucking way to make a movie is to just lie to nasa and nasa uh just let them film there in their halls and then they left and was like thanks nasa you assholes wow like that's incredibly that bold just, that is why yeah. assholes yeah so like that alone i'm like all right i that's i like your spunk kid i like your mom yeah i take that uh, i'm down taking that. it to nasa who yeah. who has no reason for you to stick it to but that's very right right like, yes nasa's fine it's not like yeah i mean right. they, not, they, it's they, not they, like the nazi era of nasa like they played they played it pretty fast and loose in the 80s and killed a couple people with their space shuttles but it's been sure, 20 sure, years sure, sure, sure. yeah yeah that's pretty fair. smooth sailing since then <laughs> it's been smooth um, yeah. since 2003 ish yeah right um that's funny uh, i didn't know that uh i might have to I check that totally movie forgot out. about that yeah um, i need to watch that movie too but yeah it's like this movie just generally seems like that looks well made and maybe entertaining with like a not cookie cutter like point to it but it's smack dab in the middle of like all this other stuff that's yeah. like it. Um, but uh. yeah, again, it's, it's slip. It's just like, ah, you're, you're, it's an unfortunate time for this movie because I'm just not excited. Uh, you know, what I am excited for, What's I that? think What's that? Mrs. Dave? Davis. 
Mrs. Davis. Hell yes. The Peacock film that should have been called Nun v. Robot. Nun v. Robot, absolutely. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm excited about it too. I love I'm how sure I love how is. I love how weird it is. It's it's a modern day movie about it's Betty Gilpin as a nun. She's been tasked with finding the Holy Grail, but also AI is involved. It's yeah, it she's looks... like trying to find the Holy Grail to mm-hmm. stop like an AI. It's yeah, it's I think, but it's also like maybe the AI is making her go after it. Yeah. so it's like this whole see... yeah. Did you guys see Eagle Eye, where an AI makes Shia LaBeouf do tasks? Like it looks like that. No. I saw, where, I saw like, it, but I have like, no memory of it. <laughs> oh, okay, it, yeah, it seems like she's being forced to do it, I, right? Or like just like it's like part of the AI's plan or something. Um, it's very unclear, but it does seem interesting. And it really uh, does. I'm a Damon Lindelof apologist, uh, although I never finished Watchmen because I was kind of bored. Um, so <laughs> oh, like, bad. I'm interested. It, it ends to see... very badly. I heard that, yeah. Um, so I'm interested. This is to Lindelof. S- yes, Lindelof. Um, no. Uh, but uh, <laughs> for I mean, all I'm you Lindelof it. haters, I suggest you watch The Leftovers, which is an amazing uh, show. Um, he only wrote two of the episodes for this. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Director... Where it's like it could be, I don't know, because he's got some issues. But also, I love Lost and Leftovers, and maybe it's good. Yeah, I'm looking up the people attached, and it's all people who've worked on a lot of, like sci-fi shows, right? Like Twilight Zone, or like um, what this person work on? Uh, fucking Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah. So yeah. So it's it's yeah. I mean yeah, it's worth. I it don't looks, know. I'm, it looks, I'm curious. This it's definitely curious. like very interesting and unique, and like I'm, right. I'm I, I am curious. Yeah, the thing that's appealing to me the most is that it, it looks it's funny. Like it's clearly supposed to be funny. Yeah. It's yes. it's it's yeah. not taking itself very seriously, which is a lot different from what Lindelof normally does, which is so self serious. Yes, right. Um, and as um, we're saying, very dire stuff in all of his. Uh, work. Yeah, so I, I love yeah. that this is like this is weird and sort of embracing its weirdness and just being like, hey, this is a silly ass show. Um, and I like Betty Gilpin. Um, right. So yeah, I think this looks, fun. this looks like fun. With everything everywhere, where it's like, don't make that again, but you can make something unique. Yes, and exactly. And that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah, be weird, uh, be unique, be like, do something. Um, just don't do something someone else already did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Uh, we're, nearing, we're nearing the end of our trailers. We got two more. The next one is Satan Wants You. This is a documentary about the satanic panic. Uh, yeah. it's very clearly reflecting today mm. and what's going on now it's it's being made as a cautionary tale it seems like it's been getting good reviews there's already like right uh, it's, it, you know it's at like south by southwest or something it's specifically about the book michelle remembers right mm-hmm. uh which is uh i mean um you guys have several of you have probably listened to the i think it was behind the bastards episode or maybe it was a hot dog yeah. episode, or maybe I, I know Jason has done a few episodes talking about this specifically and how it was like the satanic panic was largely invented by this quack psychotherapist who kind of encouraged kids to believe that they had these memories. And then this he had this adult woman who claimed that she was part of all of these satanic cults and rituals as a child. Of which there's never been a shred of evidence. You know, they claim if they're if all yeah. their claims are correct, it's like thousands of children were sacrificed. Yeah, there uh, would be. That's, it's, a that's the kind of, of thing evidence. people yeah. notice, you know, right? It's when kids it's disappear. A very good example. 
it's a very good example of getting bogged down in a debate where you need to like stop and go wait this is all based on a lie mm-hmm. like you know like mm-hmm. you need like and it's that where it's like this became a whole fucking thing it became a tom hanks movie uh and uh it all started from bullshit and right. yeah it's worth pointing out yeah that like like obviously every layer is bullshit and like used yeah. in all these nefarious ways but at its base at the very core of it it started with bullshit too um, right it's not even like oh yeah something happened and then it was like ballooned into this other no it's always this mm-hmm. right um, what what i like about this trailer is that i looked it up later because this trailer doesn't completely tell you we're going to say it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. They kind of tease it a little. And the reason I think that's okay is because this trailer might attract people who go, Ooh, right. see, it's, it was it's, real. It's trying to get the people who believe this shit. Exactly. Yeah. And that's because the reviews are like, yeah, it definitely is debunking. Right, right. But it's it's good to make a trailer to be like, yes, everybody, come on in. Come watch yeah. this. We we investigate the... Yeah. Exactly. I mean, and it's it, they're not even pretending either. It's not, it's not even a lie to say we're investigating it. It's like, yeah, yeah we right. investigated it and it's horseshit. And it's horseshit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's nice. I, I like that better than other... Like, did you guys see Sasquatch, that uh, Hulu documentary? No, uh, I, I started think... the first episode and then it kind of fell off quickly. But... I mean, I, 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 okay. I stopped, I, th- I think specifically because I think you told me it was bad. I mean, no, I, so what I'm going to say is it's not bad. It's just not about Sasquatch. Mm. Um, and it's that sort of thing where it's like the opposite of this, which is that like, they're trying to draw you in with Sasquatch, but then they don't really say anything about Sasquatch. Mm-hmm. And it's more just about like drug dealers in the Pacific Northwest. Um, and so it's, right. it's, it's sort of, it's not a bad documentary, but the trailers are like, Ooh, we're going to show you Sasquatch. We're going to say right, some yeah. Sasquatch. And it seemed like, and again, I only watched the first one, but it seemed like it was like, Oh, it's about these guys and like their story and this thing that happened, this situation. Um, and they happen to yeah. like talk about Bigfoot sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Like it, it felt like it was part, even though it was way left uh, later, it felt like it was part of the, what happened after the jinx when like everybody wanted to be the jinx, yeah. but like not every documentary can have someone confessing to a crime in it. Well, yeah. he's and so they all, well, he's multiple crimes, peeing. multiple <laughs> crimes. And those crimes like, are murder. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Other documentaries, you can't do that, yeah. but they all wanted to be, and none of them could be like, but the point being that this is the opposite to me. Like this looks like it needs to debunk it in a very specific yes. way. It does be very good. seem like they do that um based on the trailer but not giving the game away right because yeah because the 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 debunking of it is just as fucking insidious as if there were cabal of satanists you know what i mean right uh it's just like no there there is a conspiracy here in a way it's just not the yeah it's the opposite of yeah the thing that you're afraid of right yeah uh it looks good yeah it does uh this is actually the, the thing I'm most interested to watch, honestly. Same. Yes. I consider yeah. this for movies that deserve more hype, and I guess I could have. I just didn't want to double up because I keep doubling up because it's hard. It's hard to pick a single movie that deserves more hype. I was yeah. like, I grew up being fascinated with the Satanic Panic because you know I, I missed it. You know, I, I was obviously I was born in the '80s, but I was born in '83, so right by the time I was like six or seven, the '80s were over. Uh, so I was always sort of obsessed with it. And part of it was like, 
just being incredulous that anyone fell for it. It's like, really? Right. People really thought, yeah. like, Dungeons and Dragons was satanic. People really thought that, like, kids were getting killed by Satanists by the gross and just, like, nobody noticed. And um, nobody noticed, right. yeah. But so it's 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 taken on a new life now uh, now uh, yeah. later later as as I'm older because uh, people do believe the shit they still believe they never stopped believing in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if anything, yeah, it's that thing where it's like, ah, oh, well, I mean, that was pre-internet where people could believe stuff like that, right? Today, you know, we have so much access to information, we'd never believe such a thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, is, yeah, right yeah, you're that? right about it. This is like wild yeah. stuff that only people in the past would let influence well, see, their political yeah. agenda and their daily lives. And well, you see, it turn it turns out lies, uh, specifically fear mongering lies, get way more engagement. So you know, yeah. what, are, what are you going to do? What you, a powerful what? tool. Lies are a powerful tool. Interesting. What theory. are you yeah. going to do? Not make right. as much on, money. On a related note. Um, the this podcast protects people from demons. Mm-hmm. I've been told. Yes. Oh, that's true. If you listen to it, but only if you listen mm-hmm. to it, and if you um, get your other uh, friends to listen to it. Yes, that's true. Yeah, right. you it's an impor- important it's like, aspect. Yeah, it's a it's reverse like the ring. ring situation. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we stuff the child back in the TV. Exactly. That's what we do. Hell yeah, with a <laughs> with a, go, no, with a plunger, like a Tom yeah. and Jerry cartoon. Go on, get. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right, final trailer: Ninja versus Shark. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this seems this is another one of those like movies from twenty years ago. Uh, yeah. And it's like, all right, I, I guess we're doing this. It looks well made and fun in a way. It's not my thing. It, so, like, the theme of today is like the everything everywhere movies that we have a lot of this is the it's the campy Kung Fury Grindhouse like it's leaning into that. For what that is, I think this is looks like one of the better versions of yes. that. Yes, right. The thing that gave me hope. I mean, I, we don't really need to explain it, but it is about a a, a ninja fighting a shark. Yes, <laughs> uh, there's also it, zombies in it. Apparently, it yeah, there's zombies. Do. There's the thing that gave me hope is all of the obviously gore. all the gore, the practical yeah. gore. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah. they're really going for it. It's like. It's like Ichi the Killer style gore and dismemberment. Yes. So I'm like, okay. I, <laughs> like, yeah, I I talked with Brockway about this during Cocaine Bear, which is like, what's the difference between a Sharknado and a, a good version? The gore. And one of the big differences is gore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, if they don't have gore, then they're like, we want like, every, we want like, you know, we want like 12 year olds to watch this and think it's funny because it's stupid. This one, it's like they're going hard on the genre right and the gore where it's like that tends to be the better ones that do that yeah because it also indicates i think like more care and attention like it indicates to you that like they're not intentionally making slop they're intentionally making this like very specific thing um they might not be your cup of tea but like it is it is uh, like a unique like view it's like there's a viewpoint and an approach and like there's filmmakers behind it Whereas, right. like you're saying, like with Sharknado, it's like, yeah, some coked up guy was like, Sharknado! And then a bunch of other ones were like, yeah! And then they threw a bunch of CGI at it and yeah. called it a day. Instead of like, ooh, it'd be cool. Like, there's clear, clearly care uh, with this movie. For sure. And so, yeah, it's it's. I think it's out of Japan, too. Um, and it's... Um, 
the tra- I don't know. It, it, yeah. The the trailer is very fun. The trailer reminded me of the Thanksgiving trailer or Thanksgiving trailer from um oh, Grindhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the, the way Eli Roth one. Right, yeah, the way the narrator sounds. <laughs> Just like how mm. dramatic and serious <laughs> the narrator is about what's happening right. on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, this this is a good trailer for this type of movie for sure. So um I don't know. I I would I'd probably watch this. If I'm, if I, uh, if it, you know, I don't know when it's coming out, but I think it's pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. I'd watch it for sure. It's not, I'm not clamoring for it. There are, yeah, I think exactly. other, other movies on this, uh, list that I would clamor for slightly more. Um, yeah. but Cla- it's not clam like, more. yeah. Mm. 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 More, more clams, ah. more clams, more I crabs. Yes. With their tiny little crab faces, fucking singing Kiss the Girl, like a photorealistic crab yeah, singing they're Kiss dead, the they're Girl. Dead, dead-faced songs, God. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know if you, I don't know if you guys have seen a crab's face. They're hideous. Mm. <laughs> they look like yeah. monsters. No, yeah, they're not, they're not uh, cute. Not cute no. little... Not, well, some, some could be cute, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, not, little that, not this one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We we got some more producers to thank, so let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Mm. Big thank you to Deborah is awesome, Barbara is great, and Cancer can go to hell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Lit. Thank you to Driftless Rope, Mabel's name in the Witch's Book of Blood. Thank you. Thank you to E.T. the Extravagant Terrestrial. Mm, thank, thank you. Thank you to Evil Ed 209. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Room. Thank you so much. Thank you to Funky J mostly comes out at night mostly thank you thank you to glitterous cfo of michael shannon's chocolate factory thank you thank you thank you to heathcliff's helping handfuls thank you so much thank you all right let me cruise on in here thank you to ombre says mabel step on me thank you thank you to impossible world impossible worlds.net the new quarterly anthology featuring works from creators like michael swaim jesus christ thank you (laughs) thank you to james cameron's prolapse locomotive thank you thank you to chris shanovich Thank you. Thank you to Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Mercurial Oz. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you to No One Can Hear You Scream in Space McNulty. Thank you. All right. A lot of people, you know, technically, we're just asking for a name, uh, <laughs> but I guess... No, people have fun with we it. We didn't I don't specify. Care. Yeah, I, I know, I know. We didn't specify human name, yeah. uh, so you know, it uh, it all it all scans. Uh, let's talk about the Oscars. Yeah, let's do the that. Stars do that. were out. Yeah, man, the biggest night in Hollywood. Biggest night in Hollywood. <laughs> Everyone's here. The guy, the woman, they're all here. <laughs> Um, we, we, we live streamed. So, uh, Kihoi Kwan won for everything everywhere. He did. Uh, Michelle Yeoh won for best actress for everything everywhere. Mm. Jamie Lee Curtis won <clears throat> for everything everywhere. Uh, Guillermo del Toro and Pinocchio won. Of course, everything everywhere also won uh, best picture and best director. The Daniels won best director. They also won best screenplay, best editing. Uh, they basically swept uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, one act, Fraser one rather, yeah. one best actor for the whale. Um, it was, I so this to uh, my take on this is I was both happy and sad 
because this year i've said it before had so many fucking movies that i loved Mm. with so many performances that i loved that it was like i i couldn't choose so like i'm happy for everything everywhere but honestly i'm also sad for like the banshees and triangle of sadness and tar yeah banshees didn't Uh, win anything and that's an incredible film but i mean that's that's what i said earlier that's like kind of the problem like the fundamental problem with the oscars and like rating uh pieces of art against each other it's like so yeah yeah. i mean it's one thing when it's like la la land versus moonlight sure but it's this when i'm just like this one i'm like fuck man right there were so many if you watch the live stream like we kept saying this there were so many categories which is like man any one of these could win and i would be totally happy with it yeah yeah these were all great yeah Aside from, like, the pitting people against each other thing, that is good just because, like, that's not always the case. There's so many years where I'm like, I don't care. Exactly. No, it is a good thing. It's a good thing to, like, this – I wanted to watch the Oscars because I was like, (laughs) I've seen all these movies. Uh And a lot of Oscar years, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Well, I think that's the good thing. Uh, That's, like, the best function of the Oscars, right? It's It's, the best part. Is to highlight films that didn't get seen that right. were that were really really good or, or deserving of your time right um but it was like a very good year it was um the only the only one that i'm like iffy on if i had to have an opinion is uh uh probably angela bassett should have probably won for black panther i would argue i think jamie lee curtis was amazing and everything everywhere so again it's another case where i'm like Mm -hmm. man i don't know but like if you watch the new black panther she is fucking killing it um she stood out to me yeah more than anybody else she is quite good um which is a yeah bizarre for it's a late late stage mcu movie um right but she's still there just doing yeah incredible work yeah, this is me like trying to have a hot take. That's as close right, as I right. can get. And even then, I'm like, eh, the Jamie Lee Curtis never was hasn't even been nominated before, so good for her, you know? Right, right. It's like there's. I'm not there's sure. Definitely, it has been either, though. I don't That's think so. True. There's yeah, there's this category, this like uh, invisible category, at the Oscars, so often that is like. This isn't the best thing you've done, but um, we need to give you, know, you something. Maybe, maybe it's the last really good thing you'll do. So right. here's something for like all the work you've done, right? Like you know, uh, Leo DiCaprio, his best performance, probably not for what he won an Oscar. Not for. the Revenant, um, no. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. right. Um, but like, it's like, all right, it's good. You suffered for it, and like, you know, you've done a lot of good yeah, shit. He, so here he you ate go, some raw meat. Yeah, um, and I feel like that's also true here with with like you know uh, Jamie the Curtis did a great uh, job, but it, there is something with like um, where it's like okay, some of the younger actresses you'll have more chances for this kind of thing. Let's right. do this, and then you know, right when like when Barry Kogan, Coogan, Coogan, when he lost Keegan. Uh, Keegan, it's just like ah, you'll be back next year. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that <laughs> like, guy's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's so fucking He'll good. win. Yeah, he'll get something for, uh, I want to say, uh, probably, um, what's his name? Uh, Druig in Eternals 2, probably, right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely, Druig. yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. Uh, like Stephanie Hsu, who was also nominated for Everything Everywhere All at Once. She's, she's great. Amazing she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, you know, she's she's got a whole career ahead of her too but yeah uh, she's I so wanted, good wanted to armis yeah, yeah. same feeling yeah like, you know I, I wanted to correct myself angela bassett was nominated for what's love got to do with it okay so this was actually her oh, second okay. nomination yeah. all right um the uh there's um, some f- interesting i thought <laughs> there's always gonna be bad discourse around any like art um 
obviously. Um, uh, well, did you hear that everything everywhere was over long? <laughs> I did hear that. At, uh, did you hear three minutes? Three minutes longer than The Rise of Skywalker. What an overlong yeah. movie. Did you hear that? Um, in fact, nobody has rewatched a Best Picture winner five years later since 2007 yeah. Snow Country for Old Men. Yeah. Did you know that this movie is actually really weird and confused? <laughs> no, sir, I think you are confused. Absurd. Yeah. He's so he has the worst ben, taste. Ben Shapiro has the worst. He's the biggest square. He has the worst taste. He is terminally uncool, and he's so very angry about it. It's so funny yeah. that like it's a mix because it's a mix of awful taste, just really bad taste, and not just being good at watching movies or understanding. Right. Like he's like there's something that he doesn't get about movies or something that all of his complaints are like. Not a, like this isn't a, a matter of taste. It's just you're bad at watching this. You are confused yes. by these things. Um, it's very <laughs> embarrassing for him every right. single it's time like, he watches like, any movie. <laughs> right. It's like he willfully misinterprets it, which I'm sure is definitely part of it because he he, yes. went, yeah. he went into everything everywhere all at once, wanting to hate it. Hundred percent. Right. I 100%. think the moment like an LGBTQ character shows up, he finds a reason to hate it because it's feelings. Because it hurt his feelings. Yeah. Exactly. To have like a gay person there, and so he has to try to make up an intellectual reason to not like The Last of Us or everything everywhere all at and, once. And also, um, it's there. It's non-white people. So he was already his his blood yeah, is already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was all wokeness. Uh, all all wokeness all the time <laughs> everywhere. Right. Um, and he can't <laughs> every, like because also every woke, every... yeah every woke everywhere all all at woke because <laughs> um, he can't he can't watch something where like I think like the gay thing probably is a big factor because traditionally like usually now nowadays if there are gay characters and people who disagree with uh that lifestyle however you want to phrase it uh, those people are viewed as villains or wrong and he agrees with them so he sees himself in these villains and feels bad and so he has to right. like come up with reasons to think it's bad it's which is very bad. funny because in everything everywhere they actually show compassion for a character the mom who is not okay she's struggling with it or, yeah but, who's yeah. struggling with it um and so like i think he he is particularly angry that they're showing like a leveled uh like like a very like human response yeah uh to these things yeah, uh, and he of can't course that's what it. it breaks his circuits. Yeah, <laughs> um. yeah, it really, it really does. Uh, I, my so my other t- takeaway from it winning so much, um, because I, 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 I said this before, which is like, if it wins, if it sweeps, it means the Oscars are more uh, connected to like millennials because it just feels like way more of a millennial film. It's mm-hmm. it's the editing is very fast. It's very Adult Swim esque mm-hmm. in it, in its style. It's kind of about like millennial nihilism of like feeling like the nothing matters. Yeah, uh, and while you're trying to start your life. And hot take: it's a bit too long. Sure, um, <laughs> which it's I, a bit overlong. Yeah, overlong. Which, which these millennials love their two and a half they hour love long movies. Yeah. <laughs> right, and so when it won, I was like, "Wow, the Oscars are they're they're in tune with the young people." And then I realized, no millennials are just old enough to be a big part of the academy now mm-hmm. so like the realization isn't that the oscars has gotten younger it's just that i've gotten older. yeah exactly yeah and now like it, it's the same thing where i fucking heard look tigra play in the um in the right aid i was in 
where I was like, oh, that's cool. Someone's cool at the Rite Aid. And then I realized, ah. No, this song no. is 20 years yeah. old, Dave. <laughs> right. I was talking yeah. about this the other day. There's this sort of like threshold where like you re- like you start watching commercials and you slowly realize like I'm the key demo for everything yep. right now. And they are talking they want me to, to buy a car. me. They want me to buy a car. And then like slowly you're like, this is stupid. What are you doing? Oh, I'm not that person anymore. You don't care. Right. You don't care about me buying anything. Uh, right. So they're speaking to a different generation, and it's just that like that slow realization, like, oh, okay. I, it's it's almost yeah. better where I'm like, oh, I'm not being pandered to anymore. You're pandering to other people now. That's fine. Right. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So the point being that it's like it's it's nice. It's nice to see a movie this fucking weird win. Because is this the weirdest movie to win Best Picture? To win Best Picture, probably, right? I mean, it's hard to quantify Shade that. Right. But... Water. <laughs> yep. Never mind. Fucking in a... Yeah, fucking... fucking that's a weird in a different way. Fucking the fish man. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that was pretty weird. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the Academy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's right. Any other... Uh... Any other thoughts on the Academy Awards? Um, uh, good job. Um, I did think it was. <laughs> oh, the discourse thing. I thought it was funny. I actually didn't want to talk about that little that twelve year old who has his opinions about movies right. online. Uh, right. But I thought it was interesting. Oh, lights, camera, there, Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was this uh, brief period where people were so upset, and like I understand, like uh, if you have like particular passions about awards and and actresses and so on. But there's this weird sort of reaction to jamie lee curtis winning the oscar specifically because her character was like uh an irs agent and like an antagonist and like not as integral to the plot as the daughter character oh no um which is like that's not how it works it's not how it works at all and it's such a weird read of like what we're we're doing here <laughs> right were people mad that heath ledger won for playing a villain right like what what the fuck are, yeah no there's m- media literacy on the internet is what is a fucking disaster it's, pretty, it's, it's getting worse uh, every ben year represents so a lot of, yeah but that's um, just that's just the internet that's that's honestly, totally yeah that's why it's like it's whatever <laughs> as vast as the internet seems it's not everyone yeah, it's no. not. Uh, no, no, no. It's just like vocal people, and then you have yeah. like even more vocal people being like, "Look at this bad opinion," which amplifies yeah. it and makes and makes it seem like it's bigger than uh, than it actually is. I just thought it was like a funny approach. I don't think it's like it's not unique to that one person. Like people are just like, but they're not the main character. Like, yeah, right. It's or fine. it's like <laughs> we're it's not like, oh, like giving uh, awards for the written character. Like, that we have another award for that. It's called best screenplay. It's 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 like you know, oh, we should boycott. Um, everyone involved with American Psycho because the, the movie's about a murderer and that's bad. Why would you make a movie? Right, that exactly. Take? Uh, that's, that specifically is not a real take, but there is a lot of right, like... but it's the same. Oh, yeah, this, the same this, this book has a character that's a murderer or this movie has a character that is like... A, a, a rapist or something so therefore the movie is bad it's like well like, yeah there's a right it's weird the thing, it's the thing yeah. that goes both ways that that's the extreme version of when people like dress up like the joker and admire the joker where it's like no nah, you, you don't understand what the joker is like it's that it's the opposite version of that right where it's like i hate the movie because it is about a bad person right right or, like or i I, I recognize that they're bad but the movie doesn't it, well, well it's, no, it's, you recognize they're bad because the movie does. Right. right. It's it's less it's less that, and it's more that it's the confusion of uh, rep. It doesn't. But having that character doesn't mean that they endorse what that character's doing. Yeah, right. and like and I, sometimes that's true. Where like you know an author's like 
feelings will come out in characters in ways that like aren't you know that like you recognize oh yeah like this uh this character is this like there are things like behavior comes out like later on or whatever it is i but like if you have a story you need antagonists and you can't make all the antagonists cuddly i mean you can but like uh, the existence of something in art isn't an implicit like uh, promotion of that Right. Yeah, what I will say, what I will say is, I do believe this has been around before the internet too. Um, it's just more vocal because I do. I the one that always sticks out for me was I remember during Terminator Three, that movie got heat because people complain that Arnold Schwarzenegger beats up a woman in it, and there's literally like Arnold Schwarzenegger on, in an interview being like, "She's a robot, you guys. Yeah. She's a, the character's she's a, a she's a super a ro- powerful I'm robot. A super yeah. powerful robot. <laughs> like she's played by a woman." uh like but like why can't she like she's a fucking robot it's a movie about robots fighting it's okay guys that's right yeah. also she <laughs> she fucks him up bad throughout that movie yeah no no <laughs> it's funny for them to say he beats her up because she yeah, he absolutely does it <laughs> yeah she rips him apart <laughs> yeah all right um, let's move on yeah. yeah uh we have a couple more stories we don't have to dwell on them james bond gun i was almost called james bun uh he'll direct the next superman film and to which i say cool uh i already thought that he was i thought that was already announced that like was weeks the ago. assumption um, we knew he was everyone knew yeah. he was writing it so i think everyone okay just assumed he it was, was gonna direct just a writing it. okay right um, there yeah, was, uh, it'll be good probably he found out that it's right. gonna be released on his dad's birthday which is nice that's nice and I think it's it unintentionally this... okay go ahead Oh, I was just going to say, this went hand in hand with like a story about Ben Affleck says he'll never direct a movie under James Gunn. Um, if you, like they, they made it like this real like volatile quote. And if you click on it, it's basically him saying like, I like James Gunn. I don't want to do any DC things, though. Yeah. And it's like, he's yeah, done with DC. Un- right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's, <basically> <laughs> like- <laughs> that's so funny because I read a, like a different publication gave a better headline, I guess. Whereas it, it was about how like, yeah, Ben Affleck had a bad time kind of like in the DC verse. Yeah. It was like about yeah. like the company and the corporate approach to it and that aspect of it it seems not like i yes. fucking hate james gunn i'm never gonna do this shit right it seemed like he liked the Zack snyder version which good for him sure and then working on the other working on that justice league it just fell apart in such a horrible way and then they brought in joss wheaton which he didn't seem to like mm-hmm. and then i i saw in a lot of interview he's just like you're just on this green screen wearing like a rubber suit and you're sweating and it's just awful like i think just the work the, f- yeah. the actual physical work was bad so it's just yeah i get it yeah and yeah. probably like again like the approach like i mean just League is a good example but like n- it's not the only one of just like yeah I-, I like i prefer to be an actor in movies where i know what's going to happen from <laughs> yes. when i agree to do it and i can read the script and go we're gonna film that script and right. i can prepare for it instead of like all the reshoots and just like all the shit that goes into these movies to it's make so, him like, a mess yeah. yeah it's yeah. like well he's in, i mean you know you can have your opinion on ben affleck and his talent and whatever in this air movie but he's like he's still like an actor and an artist and probably doesn't want to do that anymore because it sounds mm-hmm. unpleasant yeah yeah it sounds like it sucks yeah, it sounds like it, it sounds really fucking awful. sucks. I mean, and they've always uh, said in, it was in, awful. Insert the uh, you know the the John Hamm Mad Men meme. That's what the money is for. <laughs> the money like, for right. exactly. After a while, it's like you know Ben Affleck is a gazillionaire, so it's like oh, yeah, he has I money. Don't, he I don't need the Oscars. money. He's Oscar this... multiple Oscars, right? Yeah. yeah. So you get to a point where it's like I don't need the money, and this sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll do. I'll do a Capital One commercial if I need some extra cash. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. I, 
I think oh, that's why crypto most, like, with Matt Damon. Exactly. <laughs> it's an awful because I remember uh, researching this even back when the phase one that like the actors were like getting drunk on like the press tours because they were miserable mm. because it is like you're in this shitty suit. It's corporate. So everything keeps changing in the movie making. You can't really feel like connected to the story because it's constantly changing and it's just, you know, it's a commercial. And then you have to do like a half a year, sometimes more of also press tours mm-hmm. where you're asked the same questions over and over again. Whereas if you're doing like an indie film, it's just like, it's so much yeah, like, it sounds awful. Yeah. It really does. And yeah. again, like, yeah, like, the story can change. And, like, co- complete, like, yeah. set pieces change after the fact. It's just like, yeah, who would want to? Right. But that said, I, yeah, I'm curious about this James Gunn Superman. I'm that super down like it. it's going to be fucking weird. Uh, yeah. Here's, he'll, here's, yeah. Here's my blazing hot take. I'm not sure about it. Mm. I, don't know well, that, he, I don't know that James Gunn's the right guy for Superman. He's his sense of humor is so much weirder than what Superman should be. Right. Right. And also and he's it's sort never, of the same as Zack Snyder doing a Superman. Where right. It's like, he's I don't never, know if that style works. Right. Yeah. He's never made anything that aligns with what Superman is, too. Like, I think James Gunn. Right. I don't know. Like, he he has a great worldview about found family. Like that That's obviously a theme that's very important to him because he yeah. does it a lot. Yeah. So I think. Uh, so maybe maybe I take that back. So, but I just I I don't know. Like I'm unsure yeah, about yeah. his sort of gritty sense of humor. I guess. Yeah, but like, I, I, but like the found the is, found family yeah. aspects of it, I think would work really well that with Superman, fit, yeah. and I imagine that's probably what spoke to I him think, about it. I think he could do like a little bit of a nerf down Guardians of the Galaxy style humor. But it is, it's tough because my favorite version of Superman is the Christopher Reeves, mm-hmm. which means that currently my favorite modern Superman was made by a sex criminal mm-hmm. and featured a sex criminal in it. Mm-hmm. And it's not a movie I watch. Um, but right. like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's uh, Superman Returns. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, that I think is, uh, even that's though, like, your, that's because, your favorite, like, overall Superman movie? modern modern oh, modern movie. okay and the reason it is is because they're just doing christopher reeve again but with cgi uh and so like that's all to say that like that's all i, I mean i'm not the biggest superman fan so also yeah. they james gunn if you're listening you don't have to listen to me i, uh, I, I, I kind of love superman so see yeah. i think he can be really well done and fun yes. and interesting um yes. and i think there's something about and we'll we'll see because I'm I'm even like trying to refresh like uh, a lot of guns like older work before he became like I'm comic book man, um, right. and it still is that like kind of tone. But I do think he also clearly has like or at least performatively has like a reverence for the the source material and wants yeah. to do something really good um, with the whole slate. So I would hope that he would know to tone that stuff down. I mean, he well, might yeah. not, um, and There's... it might not work at all. But I don't know. Yeah. I hope that his like his like his reverence for the source material and the fact that he's like, yeah, I'm doing like a Superman movie. Uh, you know, yeah. it might I make think... him do that kind of thing. He's he's DC daddy now, so he probably has a feeling of like, yeah, I have to make this correctly. I can't right. just have fun as a director. So I. This is all to say that, like, I feel like everybody's what we've all said is pretty valid, and it's just, I'm just so fucking curious. Yeah, it's there like is, maybe so, maybe not, and 
either way, it'll be interesting. Did you guys like, see Super? Yeah. The James no. Gunn film Super with Rain Wilson? I need to. I really need to. You really need to. Um, there's a scene in it um, where Rain Wilson is in line for a movie. And a guy cuts in front of him and he gets fucking furious about it. So he go, he leaves and puts on his um, superhero costume. I forget what his uh, like red crimson. Jo- I forget what his uh, superhero prime fighter name is. But he goes and puts his costume on and gets back in line. And it's like, hey, you cut in line. And the guy's like, what, you know, what the fuck are you? Like, get out of my face. And he, he hits him in the head with a wrench. And <laughs> what happens is what would happen in real life if you hit somebody in the head with a wrench like it's right it becomes mm-hmm. very very serious and like right you see kind of rain wilson go through the motion of oh this like i did something fucking horrible this is bad this is real bad oh shit oh shit like i could see a version of that scene being in a superman movie and being really interesting because obviously you know superman's all powerful and he's you know there's gonna be a, a point where he learns like oh i can't i can't just hit people like yeah, i can be careless with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's there's an idea there that gives me a little bit of oh well maybe he could take it in that direction i don't know i guess i guess maybe that's, there's that's a lot there's that's a lot me of options here. i guess that's me talking myself out of my initial hot take is james <laughs> gunn's a, a pretty good right. filmmaker even though he has tended to make very similar things over the past 15 years right. um but right. he's and but he's pretty a, yeah, good he's pretty good so exactly it uh, here's the thing we've talked about this before comedy encompasses like everything so that's why if you've done comedy you can easily do like horror drama usually you know like jordan peele Mm -hmm. etc so like james gunn has come from that perspective so it's like it it feels like it'd be easier for him to do like an emotional story because he already kind of does he just made his, his stories are just often weirder. Right. He counts right. so like, in a lot of other things, but yeah, that right. The actual, so, like the setting, the characters demand that tone because it's so bizarre. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, Superman is so straightforward and simple. Um, yeah. That might he should, dictate. Yeah. He should find a way to kill Kevin Costner in this one, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yes. for fun. Yeah. Just have a good with, time. Yeah. With a tornado. Doesn't have to be the same character. No, 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 no. Yeah, different cast, but like he'll play. Yeah. I don't know some guy. Yeah. What if it was? Uh, what if it was just Kevin Costner <laughs> again as Jonathan Kent, and again he gets killed by a tornado for no so reason? Funny. It'd be so good. And while yeah, while Superman watches, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna widow my wife to save our dog, <laughs> who uh, could be saved uh, by my magic son, <laughs> by her magic both alien. Both son. of us gonna be saved by this magic alien. That <laughs> In a split second, Loved he'd me. move so fast, nobody would see him. He'd move so fast, nobody, nobody would see him. him. Nobody would see him. <laughs> nobody would see him. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is uh, <laughs> casting his Frankenstein movie. I didn't know he was making one. He is, yeah. Um, the cast, in no particular order, he's looking at Oscar Isaac, Andrew Garfield, Mia Goth. I'm going to call it Mia Goth as the monster. Hell yeah. Do uh, it. Yeah, that's Do what it. I want. The, I would love that. Her, her I, either as the monster or Doctor Frankenstein, but what I have heard, I assume is, Oscar Isaac is the monster. Nope. What <gasps> I what Andrew I have, Garfield. What Andrew I have Garfield. heard is Andrew Garfield is the monster, and Oscar Isaac is Doctor Frankenstein. What? I love it. I love it. That is so weird. It's so yeah, fucking so weird, fucking right? Weird. And it might that might be incorrect. Like take that with a grain of salt. But that is what I've yeah. heard. Because oh, it's not. I, I all looked at that and said, "I know who's the monster. It's mm. that beefy Oscar Isaac fellow." 
He's just got monster face. Nope, no offense to Oscar no. Isaac. It's that it's that yeah. gangly it's that gangly ghoul Andrew Garfield. <laughs> so funny. Why? I what? It. I love it. It's great. No, I love it for him. He it, like he clearly loves playing weirdos. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. He's very good. Um. I I would love that for him. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like he just has fun making movies. Yeah. And generally, I just am enjoying Mia Goth and how she's just become she like. She is, man. She's just did horror you guys, queen. Did you guys? She's just. Did you guys see Pearl? What's that? Did you guys see Pearl? Not yet, but I did see Infinity Pool, and she is a. a I haven't seen. I haven't seen Infinity Pool yet, in but she is incredible in Pearl. Yeah, I just love that she. It feels like Mia Goth is like. So the Academy doesn't want to nominate anybody for horror. Well, I'm going to keep fucking giving these phenomenal performances. Yeah, mm-hmm. her, her yeah I dare you to keep doing is, this. Yeah. Is, yeah. is inc- incredible. Like yeah. she's so good in it. Um, anyway, yeah, so. she's great in Infinity Pool. Um, I need to watch that shit. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me up, um, Brandon Cronenberg. This movie will be yeah. awesome, no matter the combination of those three actors. Um, Honestly, yeah. but. Uh, that version would be incredible too. Um, you think um, when Guillermo del Toro sees Tim Burton in public, they both hiss at each other and run? <laughs> I don't know. If, like I don't know cats. if Tim Burton has like the energy to do that anymore. I feel like <laughs> every movie, like the past like fifteen years, I'm like, you are a tired man. Tim yeah. Burton is very old. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Just That's like, fine. but like, even just like creatively, he's such a tired guy. Whereas like yes. del Toro's like I still got it <laughs> yeah he's in the let's just do it all in a green screen phase mm. which i feel like a lot of older directors are just like you know what Fuck that's it. not what i, I mean, can still work that's the, i mean from what i've heard like i've i've read some stuff about wednesday and um some other stuff he's still oh, just right. he still sits down and like draws out the shots he wants for that day like he'll get out there and uh, like he's still very very meticulous and <laughs> particular about the way the shots look that's mm. fair. In in his defense, he he always has been a little old. He's got that Gen X tired energy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like if you, there was that old Disney documentary. I forget which one where they're in the animation studio and they're like, "Oh, that's Tim over there," that and it's was... Tim Burton in his cubby like a little ghoul. <laughs> yeah. Is, oh man, what is the name? It's great. It talks about how yeah. fucking stupid Jeffrey Katzenberg was when he was running the studio. Man, yeah. I, I need to I need to look that documentary up. But I do remember that one. It's a great documentary yeah that's funny um well uh should we think some more producers yeah let's do it okay okay um <laughs> thank you to norm from cheers thank, thank you, you thank you norm. Norm. thank you to pete for pagel pete for pagel thank you thank you to numinal ultra microscopic silicone volcano coniosis anti-disestablishmentarianism jones thank you thank you thank you to rev md thank you thank you to ricky cilantro thank you thank you to rosemary's baby from a racer head thank you thank you to screaming horse pyramid thanks so much thank you to snapper car punches god in the dick it sure does thank you to sorry cop the world's most laughable centrist thank you uh thank you to steven thank you thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head so convenient okay mm. let me jump in here thank you to the midnight patron with patrons at midnight thank you yeah baby, yeah thank you to the oatmeal savage Thank you. Thank you to the 2B Terror Bunny says watch Dead Heat. Thank you. Thank you to these seven bees. Thank you. Thank you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Yes. Thank you to Tex. 
Tux. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you. Thank you to Why Don't You Take a Flying Fuck at the Moon. Woo, thank you. Thank you to your mom. Thank you. Thank you to Zzzzz because Pie Guy liked being last. Mm, he thank does. you. That documentary you. is called Waking Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, mm. that's the one. Yep. Great documentary. It's about the Disney Renaissance. Call it yep. Waking Beauty. What the fuck? Yeah. I already know what it's a, I already know what it's a <laughs> pun about. Get the fuck out of here, Disney. <laughs> it was oh, over long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave. Oh, Dave. Yeah. I'm sorry. His favorite film director is Christopher Nolan. That dude's movies are three hours long. Yeah. What yeah. are you talking well, yeah. about? He What's was also, over he, long? He was he also crowing. Yeah. <laughs> he was crowing about the four hour Zack Snyder Justice yeah. League. Get the fuck out of here. Over long. Get out over long. Fucking idiot. All right. Man. Sorry. That movie <laughs> was better than the original Justice League. Okay. <laughs> Dave. Dave. Yes. Dave, cut yes. the shit. Yes. Take, yes. take the shit. Slap it down on the table, get a pair of scissors, and cut the shit in half. Mm -hmm. All right, slicing the, slicing the slice shit. Slice that slice shit it. in twain. And right. tell me if you okay. have a movie that deserves more hype. You know, I do. What luck? I really do. I really super, super duper do. Uh, listen. Mm -hmm. Listen here. Mm -hmm. This is a movie called Monolith. Mm. Um, I love it. I'm I love gonna, it already. Yeah, I'm going to bring up another movie to better explain what I believe this movie is. Uh, if you have seen the movie Pontypool, you might know that is a zombie movie, uh, uh, all from a uh, radio station. You never actually see zombies, you just hear about them. Cool. Similarly, this is <clears throat> an alien movie um, about a podcaster who is like, uh, she's not doing great. Like, uh, people, I don't know. People don't like, she's, I, she's like a true crime podcaster. She's like scammy and she is, uh, in a, uh, her apartment or at her parents' house or something. And she's researching a podcast on aliens, specifically a, a, a like black brick, a monolith, if you will, that someone claims to have found that has like weird alien texts on it that like, uh, affects people in a weird way. And then, of course, one shows up in the mail for her. She's also starts getting calls of people who also had a monolith. And it all takes place with a single actor in a single location. Uh, and it just the trailer is really solid. Yeah, uh, this is playing at South by Southwest right now. Um, XYZ films have picked up the distribution for North America. We could probably expect to see this about mid 2023, I'd say. Uh, what do you guys think? looks cool uh the trailer is very effective um yeah and uh yeah i don't know it looks it's interesting um i any i mean i i like sci-fi stuff and uh yeah. things that try to make uh things a little more interesting a little more unique or think outside of the box um obviously if you're doing sci-fi it can balloon the budget and get pretty expensive so the idea of of being able to do some sort of like suspenseful um action like seem there seems to be like action and like uh, a lot of tension throughout the whole movie um with just one person in a room is uh good for them for apparently yeah, accomplishing I, that 
I think it's going to operate a lot like one of those like like missing or searching where like I think she's going to watch a lot of videos that mm-hmm. are like creepy. Yeah. Um, and so and, and a lot of phone calls and a, stuff, too. Yeah. And a lot of creepy audio and a lot of like just vibes. And I think the monolith is probably going to like fuck with your mind or something. So there's just a lot there. Yeah. Um, no, I'm really I'm really curious about this movie. Um, yeah. It looks like Cody was saying that they've done a lot of clever things to get around the shoestring budget that I hope end up. It, it kind of reminded me a little, not directly, but it, it reminded me a little bit of um, Fast of Night. Yep. Yep. Uh, a movie <laughs> I need to rewatch because that movie fucking That movie is rules. so good and it's so spooky and it's just and it's, done with radio stuff, really. Yep. And, and camera and it's moves. it's very, very low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all camera I moves can. and stuff you hear on the radio. Hmm. Yeah, that was one of those. I know this is about that. That's one of those movies where the moment I saw it, I was like, please tell me the directors are making something else uh, right now. <laughs> I want to see everything this person does. Um, but yeah, this I'm hoping is that same vibe. The trailer certainly gives me that feeling where I'm like, fuck, man, this this just looks really creepy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like these long shots of like this room with like just papers fluttering in it in this really we- weird way. Uh, and it doesn't tell you uh, that much. So you're just like super curious. Uh, so, yeah, I want to I want to watch the shit out of this. It's called Monolith. If you're looking for the trailer, maybe add 2023 to the search just you know mm-hmm. it's a it's a word you know yeah right, you right right monolith there are a lot of these uh, film today i was like search beef well that's not gonna do it yeah that's a, <laughs> you know, you're, you're let, gonna, let me try again down a rabbit hole right? yeah, yeah uh yeah so wait 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 wait. i'm sorry so i'm hearing you were searching for the beef i was searching yes. for the beef. so i you, needed to find were, out where the beef was you were asking yeah. where's the beef i was like beef yeah. beef wise where is it <laughs> is what is what i searched indeed okay i just wanted to clarify google that. google's weird these days it's just not very good so you got to kind of do weird combinations of words so it worked nice i was like beef wise where is it and then the trailer for beef came up nice. even though like, like there's a link for it in the doc that you sent me for this show right i still right, had to search no, for the trailer to, yeah. You wanted to go, you're, yeah you're a self-made man you wanted to go out exactly. and find the trailer <laughs> yeah pure beef mm-hmm. is what i wanted you can also pure do huge beefy beef. video Huge beefy Huge video. Beefy okay. video. Okay, yeah. good. Oh, I googled that and it's all porn. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. Oh well, um, yeah, media. like Dave, that was that was the joke we were all making. I Dave, I don't understand. That. I know. I understand I know. that you like googled it and were expecting a different result. I know, but sometimes it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all. Porn. Is it? Is it? <laughs> is it gonna, sometimes right. not? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Or is it I'm always Google? Porn? Is it forever porn? Naked cock, mm-hmm. beard. That's also porn. Mm. That's weird. Who would have thought? Yeah. Well, wait, add beef. Maybe that. Okay. Naked cock that. beef. Uh, you know, you should uh, try uh, beef. slip. Oh, weirdly beef. enough, that's what is slip, slip beef. beef. Slip. Beef. No, wait. So slip beef chupa. <laughs> Surely nothing. Not uh, porn. Not Ooh. porn. It's Taco Bell chalupa. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Sweet, sweet. We did it. We, we, we did we it. We broke the algorithm. Uh, um, yeah. You know what else we did? We did a fucking so. That's a so. We did it. That's a so. Cody. Oh man. Thank you so much. 
Thank you, Cody. Would you like to plug something right here at the end of all things? Oh, watch <laughs> the, end the, of the stuff universe. that you want to listen to your podcasts. Um, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's always so much fun. Um, and yeah, uh, some more news is the name of the show. Um, and I got, I don't know, you can, uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, less these days cause it sucks. So Twitter sucks. Um, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, in a couple months, check out my band, the hot shapes. Um, but, uh, otherwise, yeah, nice. there we go. Thanks. All right. Uh, we're on Twitter gamefully on if uh, I, we're also, you know, yeah, for technically the, for still the, haunting for the time being. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> if people want to support us, they go to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-O-Y, unemployed. Um, you get exclusive podcasts on there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, Spiel Boys, every mm. Friday night. That's the night this is coming out. We watch movies with our patrons. Um, what else do we do? We have custom We Just Watch episodes. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have custom podcasts, all sorts of cool fun and also neat stuff on there so check it out yeah and sometimes we do fun impromptu things like stream the oscars exactly um, we also have a store head over to gameplayunemployed.com where you can find a link to our teespring store we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts mugs stickers posters all sorts of things so slap your photorealistic crab peepers on that <laughs> Mm. Actually, I think he has little cartoon. I think they actually gave him like little cartoonish yes, eyes. Yes, the eyes for also, the crab and the fish are like, oh, you, you're, you know, you, you understood. Know that that you yeah, can. yeah, you know the problem. You're not fixing the problem, but you understand the problem. You, yeah, you're meeting us halfway isn't, a little bit. Yeah, isn't he? Am I wrong if saying that? I thought he was a lobster. No, he's a crab. Am I wrong? No, he's a crab. Uh, he's, okay, a crab. He, he's drawn he's, a bit lobstery. Oh, uh, yeah, he gave me the lobster vibes. Uh, um, yeah, he's a little bigger, I think, like, and, like, size and shape-wise, it's a little he has, lobstery. He has big, big claws, but he refers to himself as a crab more Sebastian than once. Sebastian the crab, I, re- I do recall that. Okay, yeah. I'm going, glad we he, cleared that up. He's going to yeah. say he's going to kill himself a crab, that's what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's a line in the, in the, in the film. Anyway. <laughs> 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 All right, glad we cleared that up. Uh... We can stop podcasting. We can! At long last! Finally! Um, Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.